Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Buker and Friends podcast, co-starring 10-year NFL veteran and Super Bowl champion, Will Blackman. Bending from the end zone, he throws, and it's a fight away, and it is picked off by Will Blackman, the former giant. Tim Dwight watches it hit, bounces, picks it up at the 10, slips a defender, fumbles the football, it's up for grabs, it's covered in the end zone by Will Blackman for a Green Bay touchdown! And now, here is your host. Let's send it over to Rick Buecher. Rick Buecher. Welcome to a free agent edition of Buecher and Blackman, subsidiary of Buecher and Friends, part of the United Wecast Network. I'm Rick Buecher. You can see me on FS1, read me on Bleacher Report, and follow me on Twitter at Rick Buecher. He is Will Blackman. NFL vet, Super Bowl champ. You can find him on Twitter at Will Blackman, B-L-A-C-K-M-O-N. Will, so we finally, we got to the starting gate and we didn't have to wait very long. In fact, even before it officially began, we got word, I got word that KD was going to the Brooklyn Nets. Where's Brooklyn Nets? Where's Brooklyn Nets? So, as a fellow professional athlete, how do you look at the decision that Kevin Durant made leaving the Warriors, leaving a team, a championship caliber team, and going to New York, but not going to the Knicks, going to the Brooklyn Nets, the what many people consider the JV team in, in that area. And I know, I know, they were the team that went to the playoffs. Uh, the Knicks were not. Knicks had the worst record in the league at 17 games. Nonetheless, what do you, what, as a professional athlete, not just as a media person now, but as a professional athlete, how do you view the decision that Kevin Durant made? I think this decision was made before the season even started. <laughs> Why do you say that? I just feel like, you know, he was like, okay, I'm going to go for this third one. Mm-hmm. And win or lose, I'm going to go elsewhere. Yes, uh, no doubt. N- no doubt. When he signed the one and one, when he signed his last deal, it was with the idea that I'm taking another run and then I'm going to go explore other options. I just mean specifically the Brooklyn Nets because I don't know if I shared with you. I mean, somebody was telling me about like the, 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 the fan base, the business opportunities. The dis- the difference between the Nets and the Knicks is a mile wide. They were the Nets were the playoff team. 
winning record. They were last in the league in attendance. They were behind the Phoenix Suns. They were behind not, the Memphis Grizzlies. Not anymore. <laughs> well, we shall see. It's I mean, a, we shall see. It's because, going well, down. KD, KD's yeah, not going to be there for a okay, year. He's not going to be there, but Kyrie's going to fill the seats. Him and Kyrie. DeAndre, it's going to be what, do, what they call Lob City Part 2. Yeah, well, I, I've DeAndre doesn't fill me full of excitement. I think he's. I think you have to be able to space the floor. He's a great, great defensive center, but as we saw with Clint Capella, like if you can't, if you don't have a jump shot in today's game, there are going to be issues. And Kyrie leading a young team. I just saw this in Boston. This is what gets me about everybody killing the Knicks. Oh, the Knicks didn't get anybody. Oh, they didn't get Kyrie and KD. And by the way, if you've heard that uh, the Knicks offered KD less than the max because Jim Dolan was uncertain about the medicals and whether he's going to be the same on the other side. Right. Not true. Not true. I know it's been reported. I've been told by the Knicks it's not true. (laughs) <laughs> okay. So here and here's the thing. Who on the Knicks? I can come on, man. I got sources. Come on. Here's the thing. This is this is what bothers me about how everybody plays the Knicks game. If the Knicks and I was on a radio show in New York and the and the deed and the co-host, one of the co-hosts was screaming at me that they were going to invest a max contract in Kevin Durant. Like, what are they doing? He's damaged goods. And what, they're going to sign Kyrie? Kyrie was a, uh, a pain in the ass in, in Boston. It was, like, they're killing them for what they were going to do. So now they don't do it. And, <laughs> and now it's, oh, the Knicks didn't get anybody. Now, I can tell you that the Knicks genuinely were concerned about having Kyrie lead their team, their young team, for a year while waiting on KD. What they really wanted to do was they wanted to pair Kawhi with KD. Kawhi was willing to meet with them, but he wasn't going to meet with them till later in the week. And they had no assurances that Kawhi was going to come. They were still going to have to convince him to come. So they looked at it and went, well, if we wait until the third and we don't get Kawhi and we don't get KD... We're not going to get anybody that we want, like anybody that we want. So they made, they made the executive decision. We got to move in another direction. We got to pivot. And we're a 17-win team. We're, we're not going to invest in anybody deep. Because, look, here's the, here's the other part. Like, the Nets won the press conference. And the Knicks, and the Knicks could have done something else crazy. They could have signed Kemba Walker to a a max deal. They could have signed Tobias Harris to a max deal. They could have signed Jimmy Butler to a max deal. Are any of those guys like there I guarantee you in the same way when the when the TV money kicked in a couple years ago and everybody went nuts and just spent whatever they had. There were a lot of bad contracts as a result. Tyler Johnson got 50 million. Even Tyler Johnson was saying I'm not a $50 million guy, but I'll take it. <laughs> uh, Otto Porter got $120-some million, and people are going, oh, that's, cra- that's crazy. It's crazy money. Yeah, and, and, and Washington had to move him. 
So I don't have a look. The Knicks still have to build a team. They still have to prove that they're capable of building a team. But I'm not going to kill them today because they didn't they decided they didn't want to hang their team on Kyrie for a year. And they couldn't get KD without Kyrie or Kawhi. And they said, well, those are really the only guys that we were willing to invest a max contract in. I don't have a problem with that. Do you? Uh, it, I was I was curious about the whole thing. I'm still curious about it. However, I think what's being overshadowed. <laughs> what do you mean? I didn't sate your curiosity? What could no, I possibly no, you have didn't. said? No, you didn't. I think what's, what's being overlooked, too, with the Knicks is that it, it looks like they are for sure comfortable in putting their future in RJ Barrett. Like this is this is our guy, you know. So we're gonna try to we're gonna try to build what we can now. Try to get some guys, you know. They they got a <laughs> my my friend called uh, Randall Zion without without hops. <laughs> Julius Randall Julius Randall has a great reputation around the league. He does absolutely. So yeah, I mean, they're, as they're does Taj right Gibson. Now. Taj Gibson's a little, little over. You know, I mean, he's he's on the back he's on the back nine clearly, but those are those are tough, hardworking guys. I can see exactly right. what Scott Perry is doing. He's right. bringing that Detroit mentality to the New York Knicks. Right. And I, for one, quality veterans like that, putting them around R.J. Barrett, putting them around Kevin Knox, putting them around Mitchell Robinson. If you're I, I, quietly, I feel like Mitchell Robinson is the the in the incubator. He's the guy that they want to develop. Well, what better way to do that than to bring guys like Julius Randle in and Taj Gibson to practice against his ass every single day? You're going to maximize who Mitchell Robinson can be. And look, I understand there's probably some of you out there that was like, I'm I'm wearing uh, orange and blue glasses right now in trying to defend the Knicks. Look, the Knicks still have a lot to prove. I just, I am so slow in, uh, I'm, I'm, I just find it laughable that people are killing them because the Nets won the press conference. The reality is they're not going to have Kevin Durant for a year. They're going to be paying him $40 million. They're not going to have him for a year. You don't know what he's going to be when he gets back. I think he's still going to be a very good player, a top 10 player. But you don't know. Kyrie, Kyrie also injury prone. Kyrie also leading my team. I would be, <laughs> I'd be scared of that too. I, I, would ro- I would do what the Nets did. I would roll the dice on that. But I am not going to find fault with anybody who decides, nah, it's not worth the bet. Here's the, here's the whole thing too with, with this leadership thing with Kyrie. I remember Terry Rozier was on Get Up uh, on ESPN, and he and he mentioned how everybody wanted to be the man. Yeah. On that team, so it so hard. It's so hard to lead when everybody on that team is like, "I want mine. I want mine. I'm trying to get mine." And and therefore, you see free agency. Al Hofford's gone. Terry Rozier went and got his. Mm-hmm. So Kyrie, he knew he was going to be out of there. He knew that early in the year. He said, I'm out of here. Right. I'm going to answer nobody until July 1st. <laughs> well, I am, I'm still convinced that the turning point wasn't just, it wasn't just the young guys. 
it was that Danny didn't back up Kyrie with the young guys. That Danny, Danny Ainge found fault with Kyrie. Kyrie's like, wait a minute. I'm the vet here. I'm the proven guy here. You're going to side with Terry Rozier and Jalen Brown? Like, I think that's Terry, what Terry got Kyrie left. I think that's what Kyrie got. Uh, that's where Kyrie got sideways. I I feel like I felt like he, after doing what he just did in Cleveland, he felt just just like one of the guys. He didn't feel like it was his team. I think it was like, well, just so just just so, Brad just so Stevens, full, Brad Stevens didn't help him with that. That's what I mean, though. That's what I mean. Like the style is like, hey, we're, we're a, a team, which is why. I feel like that's why Jimmy Butler went to Miami. Jimmy wanted his own team. Well, and it's also the guys that were being purported they were purported to be stars and were being given that mantle. I could see I see the parallel you're drawing and I think there is some truth to that. that well, you thank had, you. Thank you. I appreciate it. You had I wasn't that wasn't patronizing. That was genuine. <laughs> <laughs> you're so ridiculous. So no, the, the parallel is that both are veteran, accomplished guys, and they're seeing young guys being given the mantle of stars and maybe the treatment of stars and going, no, nah, that ain't right. That's not right. So I think the thing with – I wouldn't put that – I wouldn't put Horford's departure on that. Maybe – no, I'm not going to put the departure uh, – Horford's departure on that. I think Horford was – he was offered And he three, goes to the Sixers? But he was offered three years. I think he was offered three years and less per year by the Celtics. And and they didn't think there was somebody else who's going to jump out there and give him four years. At his age, getting four years. Look, Al Horford loved being in Atlanta. When Boston came with the money they came with, he was like, I'm out of here. <laughs> Heartbeat. Al, Al quietly is looking at the bottom line. So, Philly coming with that kind of money and and I am sure I'm sure to a certain extent like all of the turmoil in Boston uh, was was a factor cuz Al's not that kind of guy, but I think the real driving force there was the money. All right, this we have to get to this because uh, this is the probably the latest news that's come Warriors. down. <laughs> Warriors. <laughs> Indeed, the Warriors losing Kevin Durant, but doing a sign-and-trade. So they will get a a trade exception of some $30 million, but they won't be able to use it until January, if I'm understanding the timing correctly, because they can't officially do the sign-and-trade until then. So it's not as if they're going to have $30 million to spend right now. So they made another move, and this move, man... I find this so, uh, what a soap opera. First of all, the big move uh, is not signing D'Angelo Russell, which they did in a sign and trade. He's getting $117 million over four years. It's that Andre Iguodala, he of the bashing of the medical staff and then walking that, back. That book tour, man. <laughs> They say, hey, man, you got a radio interview in Memphis. He, that book. He just got, he got sent down the river. Now, the, they do get a 2024 protected first round pick, but 
uh, and and it works out down the line, becomes unprotected in 2026, which I you know on one hand I get, but man, he, they sent him to the outpost, they sent him to the gulag, they basically said thank you for walking it back, and now we're going to ship your ass out and you're going to spend your last year in misery thank you thank making you o- making over 14 million dollars but it's all good yeah well but andre knowing andre andre in memphis Ooh. Ooh. listen you know what he's gonna do he's gonna make his guaranteed money yeah and he's gonna school up john moran that's what he's gonna do okay he's gonna uh, leave he's gonna leave a lasting uh, impression on that young man yes and then ride into the sunset this time next year. I'm sure that he will. I'm sure that Andre will make the best of it. I just, I am, like, the fact that the Warriors are so ticked off that he said what he said about the medical staff. That is is cold-blooded. Sending them to Memphis. It's cold-blooded. All right, so they get D'Angelo Russell, and I don't like this deal either. (laughs) <laughs> I really don't. This why more, more no defense. Yeah, more no defense. He's a me guy. He's not a high basketball IQ guy. And that's what the Warriors really are all about. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. If, if Draymond doesn't kill him, Steve, kill, Steve Kerr will. One of the two. He's, he's basically, he's a younger Nick Young is what he is. <laughs> That's, it's what he is. He's a younger Nick Young. He's better than Nick Young, though. Well, yeah, I mean, you could argue, yeah, well, certainly at this stage, he's better than Nick Young. But I'm telling you, this is, this is what happens. One, D'Angelo was desperate for a spot. And the Warriors were desperate. And this is what happens when you have two desperate partners who see something in each other and they decide, hey, you're the best thing I got going. Let's try to make it happen. But you often, you generally don't you have look very... look at this as desperate on both sides? Yes, yes. As if, no, I look, as if D'Lo didn't have any other suitors? Uh, at this point, nothing. Usually when a team makes a decision that early is because they do have other suitors. Uh well look the warriors the warriors needed to make something happen for sure so no doubt they were aggressive in this and for D'Lo among his options I mean okay look if you consider Minnesota a landing place okay but the Lakers right now are confident I mean amazingly confident that they're going to wind up with Kawhi Leonard which ends the D'Lo, and I, and I can tell you, and I, I promised myself after the last podcast I wasn't going to call him D'Lo anymore. D'Angelo is high on the Lakers list, but if he's looking at it, and he's looking at it wisely, he's thinking, that's a bad bet for me. If they think they're going to get Kawhi, I'm going to have to wait until Kawhi makes his decision, 
And if Kawhi doesn't make his decision until the third or the fourth, which is very well when he's going to make it, all the money might have been dried up by that point. So, and I think D'Angelo, I don't know that D'Angelo was going to get more than he got here. And this is four years, 117 for D'Angelo Russell. I know he was an all-star, but I'm not again. And it's and it's not so much I'm down on D'Angelo. It's more the fit. He's not, he doesn't have the Warriors' DNA. The way they play. He'll give them some scoring while Clay is out, no doubt, for sure. But I don't like it for a lot of other reasons. I know I got a I got a bet, another bet, another hair dye bet that, that, that I that I might have to honor. What's that? Wait a minute, uh, the, didn't, didn't you? I know. I, did we do I did, we did have one. We did have one. Yeah, we did. And what was it? We did. Uh, what was it? I don't remember. <laughs> I'm gonna have Livy look it up. I'm gonna have our producer go back and find it. You remember. You remember. What was it? Tell me. What was it? Fess up. Come on. I said if the Pats missed the playoffs or if two NFC East teams make the playoffs and two NFC East teams did make it, I believe. No, that wasn't our bet. Yeah. I thought we had a bet. I thought we had a bet on KD. That was ours. No, we didn't have no KD bet. No. I bet somebody that uh, Kawhi is not going to L.A. At all? Not the Lakers. Ooh, when did you make that bet? Uh, the 16th. Uh, 16th of June? Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a good bet then. I'd be, ner- <laughs> I'd be a little nervous right now. Although, I will say this. The whole KD Kyrie thing, I, I, I've, often, I've said this when I would do, I, I don't have to do NBA mock drafts anymore, or I don't do NBA mock drafts anymore. But when I did... The one that I would do immediately after the lottery, the lottery selection, was generally my most accurate one. And what happens is, you, as you get closer, you have to do at least one or two more, and you get you hear all the rumors and you hear all this stuff going on, and you begin to try to weave that into who you think is going where, and it ends up being far more smoke than reality so chris haynes from yahoo sports said that iggy was informed last week by the warriors that he could be traded to unload salary in an event that kd moved on so this wasn't a shock and iggy did put a subliminal tweet out there a cryptic tweet saying i need the i need that magic meme what does that mean the magic johnson meme where he said I'm not going to be here. <laughs> uh, so he just sent out a tweet saying, I need that magic meme. Well, no, no, no. I get I get moving him. I understand that part. But to Memphis, you're saying? To Memphis is what I'm saying. Is... <sighs> I want him far away. He's Who's still in the West. Memphis? He's far away. He's still Who's in the Western Conference. Say Memphis won't move him. Uh, uh, they would have to do that. Uh, I have to I have to refresh myself on the trade things. I think I think that would they would have to do that simultaneously. Now they have to wait at least three months. No, I he makes sense for Memphis uh, for the reasons that you said. Jaron Jackson, John Morant, uh, Iggy is a great is Iggy a great gets, mentor. Iggy gets bought out and ends up being a Laker. Ooh, 
Ooh. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Iggy, I think Iggy would like that. Here's the, here's the bottom line. They, they might have told him that, that something was going to go down. That doesn't make it being sent to the Memphis Grizzlies any less difficult to swallow. Let's be clear on that. And I'm not and I'm not hating on the Grizzlies per se, but it's just it's not a good market. Most guys don't stay there, want to be there. It's one of the last outposts. And they're not going to be very good at all next year. At all. So, his last year, that's how he's going to spend it. Okay. Wow, dude. What? What? <laughs> All right. So my wine here. What do you what are you expecting from the Warriors next year? Now that KD's gone. A lot of game a lot of hundred point games yeah. right now. Maybe on the wrong side of them though. Maybe on the wrong side. Maybe a couple of 130, 125 games. <sighs> something like that. I don't know. Something else needs to happen. Something else needs to happen. They, they need it, they need a big body. It can't. It can't. They're they're like full, right? Huh? Yeah, and if there's what I've heard Looney needs to lift weights. Boston, yeah, Boston may be coming after Kavon Looney. Somebody somebody's gonna throw out the mid level exception to Kavon, and that's gonna be hard for him to turn down. That's mm, like mm. eight, nine million. Yeah. If somebody does that and they strip him of Kavon people that they are they are preying on the carcass. They're, now. they're gonna be loony. <laughs> yeah. Of the Golden State Warriors. They are preying on that carcass right now. Gosh. Yeah. Talking about, talking about we ain't done yet. That's what uh, Draymond said, right? We ain't done yet. All right. Yeah, well you are for this year. There might be there might be a comeback somewhere here, but I don't know what Damian Jones or Alonzo McKinney. Yeah. Those those guys aren't enough to shift the, the meter. Move the needle, as they like to say. The Miami Heat also added, they they did the sign-and-trade. Oh, this is what I need to ask you. So Al Horford goes to Philadelphia. They do a sign-and-trade, sending Jimmy Butler to Miami. They sign Tobias Harris to a max contract. They lose J.J. Redick to the Pelicans, and that might have been the biggest surprise for me. That um, was that was great for for the Pelicans. Oh my goodness, it's great. And I got to think that at 2 years 26 million it was probably a case again a little bit like Al Horford where that was money that JJ Redick wasn't going to get someplace else. But I will say this. I don't know if he was, but I I just think he he looked at the situation too and liked it. Yeah, but he had like I'm telling you, he lived in Brooklyn. He commuted to the Sixers practices. They 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 let him live in New York with his. So he family. so he wanted that Brooklyn deal, and then you're saying it didn't work out. Well, I'm just saying I'm saying that I would no. I'm actually surprised he left Philly. I thought he liked the setup that he had, and I I mean I know that there was a mutual appreciation on both sides. I'm really surprised. It had to be either Philly like Philly just decided they they needed to change it up. But I don't, and and looking at, I'm probably looking at it that that they have to move Jimmy, and they got Josh Richardson back, and the feeling like, okay, we can let we can let JJ 
go. We don't have to. We don't have to break the bank to keep JJ because we're going to break the bank to get Al Horford. I don't know that it makes them better or solves their problem as who's their go-to guy on the Sixers. Yes. Who's yeah, their- I mean, because Ben's going to play the point, right? Yeah. And then Josh Richardson at the two. Right, Al at the four. Al. Tobias at the three. Tobias right? at the three. And, and beat. And beat. Who's who's shooting the ball? Who's who's your go-to guy? Right. I mean, Tobias. Tobias, Tobias is a nice catch and shoot guy. He doesn't necessarily create his own shot. I don't think I, he's gonna exactly. I don't think he's gonna wear a team out all game long. No, I like Embiid. Uh, I like Embiid as a go-to guy, but as a big, he can't bring the ball up the court. You have to get the ball to him, and that can be challenging in a eight seconds or less situation. You can make the game difficult. So I, I they get got what a they great, did. They got a great. Uh, they got a great Drew League team. <laughs> they. And they spend a ton of money. They're a more expensive spend team. But I don't know that they're necessarily that much better. They spend a ton of money. And and while Al Horford can space the floor the same way Joel Embiid can, it's still you're forcing Embiid and Al Horford to play away from the basket unless Ben Simmons comes back with a jump shot. Right. They're going to have to move around a lot. Yeah. Yeah. They got which, a lot of boards, though. Which at Al's, they're gonna need to. Which at Al's age, uh-huh. listen, they uh-huh. got to get a lot of rebounds this year, and they're they're going to. They're gonna need it. Well, they're gonna be a lot of offensive rebounds. I don't know if they're gonna get them. <laughs> That's what I mean. Uh, yeah. What about what? We how you feel about the um, the Jimmy Butler Dion Waiters chemistry? What do you think about that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. No, I'm not, uh, no, not feeling that. Not feeling that. Again, I think that was a match made <laughs> made by mutual admiration, and you're my last option, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler, when he came out with his original list of four, I'm sure D Wade had a lot of influence in that whole deal. Oh, no doubt, no like, doubt. Like passing the torch type of situation. No doubt, but. Again, I don't know. Josh Richardson took a big step forward last year. And Jimmy Butler and Justin Winslow as a as a backcourt, I like that. I like that from a defensive standpoint. They're not blowing me away with their three-point range, their ability to space. I mean, Jimmy's shooting the three better. Winslow's shooting the three better, but neither one of them, I, I don't trust either one of them. To hit threes consistently, there's been see this is again, uh, and I'm and I'm go back and we'll wrap on this because you know the New York Knicks taking taking all the shots that they are. There are a lot of teams out there that made moves and spent money, big money, and everybody's like, look what they did. I don't know that they did anything wisely. Seventy Sixers, I, I don't know. It sounds good. It sounds, it sounds like, good. Yeah, it looks cool. It looks cool on paper, but let's yeah. let's get to the facts, man. Like who's who's the go-to guy? Who's going to Yeah. How, who's going to be on that team to take it to Brooklyn? You you're going to look really good in the next couple of days when you trot these guys out and you have them stand up holding their uniform and you do all that stuff, their new jersey. But what's it going to look like next season? 
It's going to get gone. you any closer to the prize. And again, it's going to look like 1975 big man ball. And Philly, I do, you know what's interesting? I do find that teams have recognized there's been a shift here. Teams are loading up on how they can play defensively. People are taking a page. I mean, the Raptors only just won it. And but you could also say that the Warriors proved it. But that you know, this idea that we're just going to score our way to a championship, people seem to be shifting a little bit. Because the 76ers, in what they've built, is a pretty good defensive team. That's a pretty damn good defensive team. And maybe they're looking at the way the finals went and saying, hey. Right, exactly. We'll, we'll, we'll find a way to, to get enough points, but we're going to focus on Putting, We're gonna, having the best team at the other end of the floor. That's a that's a really good call because you did look at how um, Toronto just put bodies on all these shooters and wore them out over the course of a seven game series. You know, and then how did and, they and score? They scored inside. They scored inside. Yeah, you know, Abaka, Gasol, Siakam. They just their 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 size and length. We're gonna beat but you. But they up had Kawhi at the end of the day. <laughs> they, they did. They, they did. had Kawhi. But Kawhi also kind of beat them. He beats you up too in the way he plays. No, it, it is. But you have you know top you three. Do need, right, well, that's, right, now, right now he's number one. Well, that's the difference between the Raptors and Philly. Philly doesn't have that guy. That's my that's my point. I see where they're going with the trend with bigger bodies, but they don't have that guy. Yeah, it's the missing piece. They spent a lot of money, and I don't know that they're any closer. All right, that does it for this episode of Buker and Blackman, subsidiary of Buker and Friends, part of the United Wecast Network. Uh, thank you all for rating the show. Uh, those who haven't, please do. Uh, and uh, wherever you get your podcast, iTunes or wherever. And then if you would, just screenshot the review, however many stars you give us or comment, whatever it might be, and send it to at Buker Friends, and you'll be eligible to win some prizes. All right. In the next podcast... We will have a little bit more fallout from the uh, free agency. I'm sure that we won't know where Kawhi is going, but we'll get into depth where we think he's headed, the choices that he has, and how the movement of Kawhi would change the balance of power in the NBA. In the meantime, as always, thanks for listening. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.